Hi, welcome to Two Italian Women and the Stories They Tell with Eric Martin and Diane Bogolino and Luigi Del Fuego. We are here as a part two. You want to play with me? I do. We are here as a part two to our last segment on triggers. So Diane and I are going to expand upon that a little and bit. Luigi. And Luigi, of course. Um, we're going to expand upon the fact that when we are experiencing or reliving or being reactivated by past triggers, past trauma, we are not always coming from our most authentic self. We're really not. We're coming from a, an ego kind of place. Um, and so there is a beautiful segment on the four agreements that was Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, it is such a beautifully simplistic way of kind of outlining the ways that we should live. Like there's four agreements yes. that each and every one of us should have on our journey, especially a more spiritual journey, a journey of being more peaceful. And so Diane and I thought we'd go through those with you today. So you want to start with the first one, which I love. Yeah, the first one is be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. So basically, that is say what you mean and live by what we say. Absolutely. There's all, there should always be an alignment of your behavior and your word. If there's a disconnect, there's a problem, right? Great. Sometimes we have the best of intentions to do something, or sometimes we get into that people-pleasing energy of just telling people what they want to hear, but then we can't follow through. And, and that is really a very ugly energy to be creating, bringing into your life or to other people's lives. Mm -hmm. So I love how you said to be impeccable with your word. Be careful with your word. Does yeah. he give like a little description? Yeah, I think he does. It. Forgive us. I think it would be. It says, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using words to speak against yourself. That's important. Ooh, that's a good one. Or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word to offer love. Never use it to cause fear or pain in another or yourself. So it's kind of like if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Zip it, right? And it goes beyond that. Also, it's like yes. if you don't have anything that serves a valuable purpose to say, why are you saying it? Right. You know, I can I can say I um crafted an email to someone several weeks ago, actually, um, based on a conversation that we had, and the email was crafted to just kind of give my point of view mm -hmm. on a subject because I didn't feel like I was being seen or heard or honored or really understood. And wow, how that email really triggered this other person. And that was not my intention. My intention was to help that person see something in a different way or in a different light. Right. And so if we're speaking our truth and we're coming from that place of integrity, it doesn't always have to be wildly popular. Oftentimes it right. may not be popular, but if you're doing it with, I don't want to say this. If you're doing it with the intention of being authentic and improving the existence of yourself or others, then it should be spoken. And that goes back to the gossiping part. What is the point of any of that? Right? Why are we judging anyone else's story situation? It's really not for us to do. Right. We're not here to judge. Mm -hmm. And so all that time you spend gossiping and on nonsense, 
maybe that's time that could be better spent using your words to create something magical. Yeah. Beautiful. Productive. Yeah. So your words, be impeccable with your words. That's, that's number one. And in the end, I also think you and I were talking earlier. It's not just about our words spoken. It's our words. You just said you crafted an email, our words written. And, you know, actually you, you bring up a good point because the things that we write will live on. Oh, perfect. Right. And so those words, you kind of can't take back. You can't take back. So if you're, if you're coming at it from a place of reactivity or, or vengeance or in anger or whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. you want to be very cautious that what you're writing is, it's kind of like a memorial oh, yes. that will be out there. Um, so if you choose to do it, understanding that great, but that needs to be something you're conscious of. Like, for example, if, if you got really reactive to something and you wrote me this hideous email, yes. I could, I could use that to harm you in some way, yeah. right? I could share it with everyone or exploit you, you. somebody or not even CC. You could like put someone else in the two line. I mean, yeah, people do that. Absolutely. So now, I'm very cognizant and I'll put, keep this confidential. Do not forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I use that frequently. Actually, that's really, that's a really good thing. Yes. Not necessarily saying that person's going to honor it if you say it. But I just know I did that. So then I, I yeah. took care of my integrity. Yeah. I, I was impeccable with my word because it's my written word. Mm-hmm. And what happens when someone isn't impeccable they, they lose all trust and credibility. And this is especially true um, of therapists, doctors, mental health experts, people in the healing field, right? It's like you come mm-hmm. to people um, seeking guidance on, on how to live a better life and how to work through things, right? So if, if I'm your therapist and I'm here working with you, um, let's say on a substance abuse related issue, and then every time you see me, I'm out in the bar's hammer time. How much credibility do I have in telling you how to live your life? You know, and you and I have had coaches and therapists and, and things over right. the years. And it is fundamentally the most important role of like mm-hmm. of ethical practice is to really kind of be a reflection back of what you're asking your clients to do. That doesn't mean we're all in like we're all imperfect. I mean, obviously. But we strive to. We're human beings, not perfect. Right. But if you're but, paying someone. Right. <laughs> exactly. For, for their expertise and guidance. Yeah. You know, they best be someone that really creates that ethical responsibility and, and, and shows what they're saying and then mirrors that in everyday real, real life. And that doesn't always happen, by the way. No. Unfortunately. Mm-mm. No. So we strive and we want you to strive to be impeccable with your word. And verbal, written. Verbal, written. Mm-hmm. And it's, and then again, there's also action. Then there's the nonverbal as being Italian. I <laughs> frequently speak with my hands. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, so there's also that. Yes. So number one, number two. Okay. Number two is don't take anything personally. You want to take that one? Oh, you think I, I, I can read this without my I readers? I can, I can do it. She believes in me. I like that. I do. Um, don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say or do is a result of their own dream or perception of the rules. 
We all make rules about how things should be. I'm a big proponent of shoulds. Yeah. Um, but when you are immune to the opinions and the actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. I love that. I love that. Well, we all have an idea of how something should go. Yes. Oh. Right? From, I think when, from when we were little. Absolutely. Mom and dad should be married. We should live in this house in this neighborhood, go to the school, right? Mm -hmm. And then as you get older and you start merging into um, more intimate relationships, you really start realizing how two people have very different constructs about what maybe they think home, life, marriage, children should look like. Finances, right? Mm -hmm. There's a million different reasons that we can all, we can all disagree. Oh yeah. But it isn't, it isn't usually personal. No, no. And so when you can recognize this is the other person's stuff. Now, maybe it's coming toward me or at me and I don't like the way that feels, but if you can depersonalize it, you can de-escalate it. Perfect. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Because if you take it personally, yeah. what happens? You start escalating they start escalating there, there's there's no way of resolving that yeah, situation yeah no, no, exactly yeah and and then we'll think it's about us when it's not in no i mean sometimes people are just having a bad day you you don't know what went on with them before they got to work that morning did they get in a fight with their husband right did their kid forget their books they had to drive to school i mean we're all we're all human we all have lives outside of what everyone knows yeah maybe they didn't sleep all night because they have stuff on their mind yeah they're not like you said they're having, well i mean they're having financial problems could I mean, be anything but we don't go to that first we right. don't look to say yeah. wow i wonder what's going on with that person that they came at me that way we begin to say this is about me mm -hmm. not a real healthy way to be it's human it's a it's human, human way to be human but when you find people behaving in a way that is unacceptable to you, or maybe even coming toward you, you may need to say like, is this really about me? Um, Melanie Beattie in her book writes, oh, I, I know, isn't she wonderful? We did this oh, in, the, in the one woman's group that we were in with Karen, remember Karen Fox? Mm -hmm. um, and we read the one book, I think it was The Work maybe, is that the title of it? I don't remember, but it was like, she was asking, is this true? Is this really true? how do you know that this is true, right? And so when you say like, oh, this person hates me, they have it out for me, is it true? Is Probably it really not. true? Probably like, not. how do you know it's no. true? So sometimes applying those things can really put things into a different perspective for you. And it doesn't mean you're not gonna feel personal, like especially if someone's attacking you or coming at you, it feels very oh, personal. Yeah. And it hurts right in the heart center. It does, it does. And I've been guilty of doing it to others. I'm not proud of that, but you know, I've had my moments where I may be triggered, not even realizing it. And maybe I come off a little more aggressive or nasty or reactionary, but I've learned from those things. And I'm really trying to do that differently, right? Which takes us back to being impeccable with your bird, taking a pause. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Next one, yes, which I, I think ties into the, what we were oh, just this discussing. One is, so I got this, I was telling Erica, I got this book as part of my 200 hour yoga certification. I love it. Okay, this one is the quiet one, but the most important, don't make assumptions. It says, find the quiet courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. 
communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just the one agree with just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. So don't make assumptions. And you said it beautifully when we were talking. It's like the most quiet of all of them, but maybe the most powerful. Truly, I stole that line from you. Were you gonna use that line? No, 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 it's good. And in the end, it's so related to like the throat chakra, which in the end for me, I just constantly need to do right self-reiki on this one. Mm-hmm. Um because it's our communication center, mm-hmm. which for me is not always the easiest, even though here we are. Hey, the universe has me on a podcast with Erica. That's right. Working on that throat chakra. Absolutely. And the other part is when we talked about not taking it personally, right. assumptions exactly. are the next natural thing to talk about, right? Because it's usually our assumptions about situations that cause us to take it personally. So um, I, I just remember when I was younger, you know, they'd say, assume. Do not assume because it yeah. makes an ass out of you and me. And there is so much truth to that, right? Because yeah. sometimes we're reacting to something that we believe to be true or it's our perception. And the other person is sitting there like, I have no idea what you're talking about, right? And then that can cause so much unnecessary stress and turmoil in our lives. It is yeah. much simpler to go to the source and say, I'm confused. What did you mean by that? Or I'm hurt. Right, yes. I'm hurt by how that came across. How did you intend that? So it's like asking the questions that we're also terrified yeah. to ask, but we're not terrified to act on it as if it's true. Which is it's a little true. that's a good point. Right? But it's so hard to it's so hard to speak the words. It's easier. I'm sorry. It's like easier to let's just put it under the rug. But is it? Because well, we shouldn't we shouldn't do that. Well, I'll give you an example. She's a therapist. I I have always examples. And and I have a lot to say, apparently. So my throat chakra, but it used to be very close when it come to me personally. I'd have no problem talking about everything and anything, but when it came to me or my feelings, like, no, we're not going to do that. But um, I had a coworker who I really loved. And like, we were, I thought pretty close. And we had a staff meeting and um, she said something at the staff meeting. And I was like, I was floored. I was like, could that have been a meaner comment to ever make to another mm-hmm. human being? I was like, mm-hmm. and so after the staff meeting ended, um, I went up to one of my other colleagues and I said, did you catch what just happened there? Mm-hmm. And she was like, not really. And I <gasps> said, well, she said this, like, am I, am I overreacting? Or is that, she's like, Ooh, she's like, I don't know. I don't know about that one. She's like, what are you going to do about it? And I said, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. She's like, you can't do nothing. I said, yeah, I can. I'm really good at doing nothing. Like, I don't know. I'll probably smack a couple of the kitchen cabinets or be not especially kind when we pass in the hallway or be a little, you know, passive aggressive. She's like, you can't do that. I said, yes, I can. She's like, no, can't run a business and do that. Uh, can't, can't be a therapist and do that. And I was uh, like, oh, I was, I was angry with her too. You know, so I thought about it and I was like, what am I going to do in this situation? And, and I realized like I had two options, ignore it which is typically what I would have done and just marinated on the inside, like why, 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 why? Or I have to say something, right? I would rather have died than said something. Truly, I get that. At that time in my life, I would rather die. And anyway, she came into my office and she went to hand me something, like a file or something. And I said, you know, hey, I, I really have to ask, what was with yesterday? What you said really hurt me. 
And as the words were like coming out of my mouth, I was like, good for you. I can't believe I, like, this was a monumental moment for me. It was really my, I was like, you really hurt me. She's like, what are you talking about? And then I told her what she said and she started crying and she's like, oh my God, Erica, I could see why you took it that way. It wasn't that I was late to pick up my kids at school. I was leaving the meeting. I meant, I meant it this way. When she explained what her intent was, it made perfect sense. Like it made perfect sense, but uh, she understood why I would have taken it the way uh, I had taken it. Uh, and it was beautiful. She started, I'm like, she's crying, like, and apologizing. And she's giving me a hug. And she's like, can I take you to lunch? Like I'm real. And I thought, is this what happens uh, when you tell people that they hurt you? Oh, <laughs> how sweet. But what do we imagine when we think of telling people that they've hurt us or we feel vulnerable? It's that usually not happened. No. Oh, that is no. such a nice story. It was beautiful. And I really thought about it afterwards because if I hadn't said something, I would have treated her differently. Right? I, I mean, so not you. No, but I, I was you. so hurt by what I perceived to be mm -hmm. the comment that I would have treated her differently. I would have been a little more distant. And instead, by saying, hey, you hurt me. And why did you do this? It brought me closer to this person than I had ever been before. And, and that was like my course correction where I said, you know what? I'm oh, never going to do it the old way again. I'm going to find a way to say, hey. Oh, right. I like that. It's, it, yeah. I'll have to remember that next time I have to do that. It's hard to do in, in the beginning parts. It's hard to do because we don't want to be vulnerable. Our ego kind of takes center stage and we don't ever want to look like we're hurt or we're wounded, but that's just being immensely human. So I don't know who we're all kidding. We all are. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're kidding each other. I'm like, what's, what's the point of that? I don't get it. Now I don't get it because on the other end, it's like life's so much easier. Hmm. But you know, the other flip side is sometimes people have done such an injustice. Sometimes it's not even worth your words. You know, sometimes yeah, it's like bolt cutters, like we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Been doing more of that since I learned it. High five. Good job. Okay. What's the last one? Last one. Drum roll. Four agreements. Oh my God. I love this. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. I love that one. And I like how it's, your our best will be different on different days, really, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're talking about chronic, um, well, they said it's different from when you're feeling well or not feeling right. well. Like for those of us that have chronic conditions yeah. and, and some days are a battle, like some days are just like, oh, this is as good as it can get today. And I have to be with, okay with that. I know the other, yeah. The other day I was going to do Reiki um, here with um, a girlfriend who's also a client. And then we we're going to go to dinner and a migraine came on and, you know, had to reschedule for next week. Yeah. It's just what I deal with. So nothing I can do about it. As long as your best on any given circumstances, there's no need to beat yourself up. You know, I have so many young clients, especially young women who are so perfectionistic, cannot cut themselves any slack. And so all the young women out there, please, it's such unnecessary torture. Do the best you can each day. And that's all anyone can ever ask of you, right? No sense on creating more misery. Mm -hmm. In an already stressful world, plenty stressful.
Absolutely. Right. And doing our best. It's, we know what's, what's your best that given day. Mm-hmm. Might be very different than mm-hmm. yours. And I remember in the middle of COVID, one day, I remember I was just having a tough day and I was in the house and it was two teenage boys, my fiance and two dogs. No. And I just, I don't know, it was a tough day. So I just said to my dog, Zoe, I'm doing my best today, Zoe. I know it might not be good enough, but I'm just doing my best. And Brian said to me, do you know you're talking to the dog right now? Yes, yeah, so, but I'm doing my best. It's okay. That's all we can do. <laughs> That's all we can do. But in the end, hey, I was doing my best. Absolutely. And you know, I think when we find in others, as long as they're really trying and making an effort, it's not always going to be perfect. The apology may not always be perfect, right? The reasons that they give us are not always going to be perfect. But I think if, if someone is really trying to live by the four agreements, yeah. It, you can, all you can ask is for someone to do their best when they know that something's hurting or bothering you, right? That's all you can ask of anyone. You know, so if something has happened, you're triggered by something and you tell someone, you know, hey, this, this has really hurt me and they step up and take ownership. Sometimes yeah. that's all you really need to ask of someone. Doesn't mean it's like a gigantic dry erase board. Right. But, but to take ownership, right? And, and to me, like, I can't tell you how many times, uh, and I know you go through the same, we just have, where people just behave badly, you know, or get really reactive for whatever is going on in their life. Again, don't take it personally. Don't make assumptions. Um, But when you tell this person, like your behavior is like really uncalled for, or, you know, you're, you're really being very reactionary and they can't own that. I don't even know if you can partner with that person in any way. What do you think? Um, No, I can't anymore. No, I mean, I'm as I work as my business is one of the big things about working with the clients Mm -hmm. is it's about working with them to come back to them their authentic selves. Yes, yes. As that's what the work I've done. I've come back to finding my authentic self. Mm-hmm. So how can I partner with somebody as whether they're my coach or they're my um, healer? Um, Therapist. Yeah. Yoga instructor. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah I mean, whatever I, role they are, I, I can't. It, well, and if they're, they're not, not mirroring, they're yeah, they're not mirroring or they're not being their authentic self or you need to, it's that saying, if you're, you need to walk your talk, right? Yeah. Especially if you're, if you're in a higher position of authority, like a teacher or a, like you said, a coach, a therapist, whatever, you know, you, you are going to these people with the intention of of learning these tools and these skills and and applying them in your everyday life and so anyone can read a book I can read a book Diane we have expensive brains we talked about Mm -hmm. right um but actually teaching people how to apply these things and understand the significance of these things is really the most important element of any helping profession right and so if you're not able to kind of live in that space then you have no business 
being in those positions. Right. Right. And in the end, I'm always like, can you look at yourself in the mirror? Mm -hmm. And in the end, as long as I can look at myself in the mirror and know one, I spoke my authentic voice mm -hmm. and, you know, treated people the way, you know, they deserve to be treated. Yes. Or just walked away from the, the individuals that were not serving me well. Mm -hmm. And sometimes and, we need to do that. Yeah. And sometimes I think the universe just, um, you know, it's, uh, what's the saying? I learned that from, you know, Katie Carey. The universe uh, provides? Yeah. Or just the universe removes certain people in your life oh, because absolutely. there is, you know, more people to come, you know, forward to come into my life. Yeah. And we all, so. we all have to start somewhere. And I think every person yeah. that we encounter, um, is our teacher. Yeah. Is our teacher. It doesn't always mean it's going to be a beautiful lesson or a non-painful lesson. It's going to be a beautiful lesson because there's going to be a lesson learned, but they're not always easy. Sometimes they're really painful. And sometimes if we believe, um, someone to be one way, and then we find out that they're, they're really not, they're not living by these agreements, right? They may pretend to be living by them, but do they show up and actually practice and embody the four agreements? And so for all of you out there listening today, maybe take inventory in yourself, right? Are you really applying the four agreements to your life? Are you happy? Are you peaceful? Are there things that are triggering you? Are there things that you feel dissatisfied with? If the answer is if the answer is yes, I feel dissatisfied and I'm not really living by this. There's something to do about it. That's the beauty, you know. Talk to someone. Try yoga. Try Reiki, acupuncture. I mean, there's a million different treatment modalities, and everyone is not going to relate or you know, what's the word? Like we're not relate. Um, connect with with every single one of them the same, but they're out there, and so it starts with you having the conversation with yourself, you know. If you want to live by the four agreements, start today. Start today. Yes, his, his book's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's right on Amazon. And I know um, I know soon um, the Entangled No More book will be out on paperback. Yes, I'm excited. And it's on Amazon now. Yes. Correct. It's ebook, but okay. soon we'll have it on paperback and um, I'm taking pre-orders. In case you want, um, you know, a signed sign up, please. Yeah, soon. Luigi Delfuego will be the second one. Too. Absolutely. So, but we are so excited um, that you stayed with us tonight. Yeah. And thank you for all of your support. For those of you that keep coming back and, and writing us and sending your questions, God, we really appreciate that so much. And if you think we've deserved it, please give us a like, five star review on Amazon or Spotify or continue on our YouTube channel. We really appreciate the support and it keeps us motivated to keep doing what we do. And again, you can um, get on our email. You can email us if you want to get involved in our empath group, yes. or if you want to get involved in some upcoming holiday groups we're going to have. We just, it's down in our notes. We have um, an email. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much. You stay safe and well. And let's not forget, you also have Reiki classes that we're going to advertise on the bottom. Yes. So we are yes. so we are so blessed that like our classes have been full. We have so many people yes. coming in and interested, which means 
what a joy it is to reach more and more empathic souls out there. So thanks for giving us the privilege of being able to do that. So love to you all. Yes. Namaste. Namaste. Bye-bye.